Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. This is John Fuller along with Dr. Greg Smalley. And a couple of weeks ago, we heard from Mona and Gary Shriver about their story of healing in their marriage after Gary was unfaithful. Now this week, we're going to be coming back to that conversation, specifically addressing the emotional pain that a betrayed spouse can feel. And here now are Mona and Gary talking with Focus President Jim Daly. Gary and Mona, welcome back to Focus. Thank you. Man, I couldn't stop thinking about the things you were sharing with us. Um, you you married as unbelievers. Mm-hmm. Um, probably five years into your marriage, mm-hmm. Gary, you became a Christian. Yes. Three years or so after that, Mona, mm-hmm. you saw the light. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Came over from the dark. And you know, again, what I so appreciate about what you said is you read the word. Yes. You took a challenge to say, okay, I'm going to read it to mm-hmm. see if it applies to me. God, you get, you get one shot. That's right. And he usually says, okay, okay. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take yeah, he's and big he, enough. Yeah. He speaks <laughs> to your heart through that. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to read my word, I'll, I'll open your heart to mm-hmm. my word. Mm-hmm. And I so appreciate those testimonies. So you're moving along for 10 years and doing well as a married couple, both serving the Lord together, separate ministries. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary, you're in music, and that's how you serve the Lord mm-hmm. and your profession vocationally. Um, Mona, you were described as and self-described as that kind of feminist. Mm-hmm. Again, the Lord was just working in your heart. That's my yes. point right. of setting that up again. And then you got the news mm-hmm. that yes. Gary had been in a three-year affair right. and had a one-night stand. In addition mm-hmm. to that, the Lord used that one-night stand, Gary, to really grip your heart and yeah. say, listen, yes. you're wretched. Mm-hmm. You need to get this straightened out. And it caught your attention. A younger, much younger coworker said, you, you got to fess up to this or I'm going to tell Mona. Mm-hmm. That was good pressure. Yeah, buddy. And uh, Mona, the day came when day he came. confronted you. Mm-hmm. You described it so eloquently last time. Let's pick the story up there. Okay. Your, your breath is taken out of you. It's gut-wrenching. You're now trying to decide, am I in for the long term? Speak to that decision-making process, because we left off last time where uh, you weren't sure if God could work a miracle. You weren't sure if you wanted to stay married. What advice do you have for that spouse who hears that news over the next few hours, few days, few weeks? What can they do to get their equilibrium just to make good decisions? Well, and I think probably that's a point to be made is that they're not in a place to make a good decision right now. So give themselves some freedom. They don't have to. Now, um, you know, if there are safety issues and such, there are other avenues, but it's too- uh, hit that hard because okay. when we're talking about abuse, that's, that's you got to get free yeah. of that. And you got to find a place of safety. We always mm-hmm. say that call us here at focus. Mm-hmm. We can have uh, referrals for you in your local area, hopefully right. for shelter and all those things. Mm-hmm. There are biblical reasons, I believe, for separation, but the goal is always to restore the marriage if at all possible. And so uh, those there might be some decisions that need to be made in that regard for safety for you or your children. But I think the point is to take your time and take a breathing was difficult. Mm-hmm. When, when you say take a breath, that took energy. Huh. Um, everything takes energy. So we often tell couples or someone who just found out they were betrayed that you almost have to treat yourself like you were in a car wreck. If you'd been in a car wreck and you had two broken legs, you would not continue doing life per norm. 
well, you've been injured, hmm. and it is that severe. So hmm. people don't see your legs, and they don't know about the car wreck necessarily, but you cannot do life as normal. So you get it down to the basics. You get down to, you know, take care of your body, get the rest you can, um, get in and get the support you need. We really do believe that most couples uh, profit by professional Christian counseling. Hmm. Of Absolutely. course, Gary and I and our ministry, Hope and Healing, provides a lot of peer support. We believe in that wholeheartedly. But the main thing is take your time and let God do the work. Lean into God. Well, I so appreciate what Mona was saying about letting yourself recover the same way you would if you had a physical injury. And Greg, um, emotional pain is different. It, It does affect us all differently. But how does somebody begin to work through that kind of emotional pain? First and foremost, you have to decide that your feelings matter, that they're value. Okay, I I would have guessed that you would have said to dismiss the feelings. You do that and you're burying all these feelings Mm. alive. Okay. They will fester. They will come out in some way. They might come out as rage. They might come out as depression, anxiety. Yeah. They'll they'll come out. So so permission granted, no given to go ahead and embrace the pain. Yeah, and I'm saying even beyond hmm. embracing value, recognize God gave us emotions as information, and to to value our emotions means that you do things like you put a name to how you're feeling. So hmm. think about someone who's been betrayed in the midst of infidelity. You're talking about deep emotions like feeling betrayed, rejected, worthless, that I'm not good enough, disrespected, unloved. So to put names to how you're feeling might be all of that. It could be one or two of those. It, it, it does something powerful in your brain. It moves that information, all those feelings from your amygdala, which is your fight or flight center mm-hmm. that feels out of control and chaotic to a more rational part of your brain. I'm not saying once and for all. I'm saying as these emotions come up, when you put a name to them, it, it begins the process of figuring out, okay, then what what do I do with those emotions? I think, John, another big part of dealing with emotional pain is to recognize that in something like infidelity, Satan will use that experience to write lies on your heart. Hmm. So for... For the person whose spouse was unfaithful, maybe they start to believe that they are not pretty enough. Um, Don't measure up. Me. Yeah, Don't measure it was my up. fault. What, what yeah. was it about me? And I tell you, John, Satan prays upon those lies. And to understand that the only way to fight that is to actually figure out, okay, what what is the lie that I'm buying into that right now I'm, I must be... Uh, worthless in my husband or my wife's eyes for them to make that sort of choice. Well, that's when you go to the Lord and you begin to pray for his truth. God, how do you see me? What is true about me? Because Satan is so committed to wanting you to believe the lie so that you stay shut down. And it interferes with that road to recovery, not only as an individual, but as a couple. Hmm. And so to begin to put a name to our emotions, to look for the lies, to then take that stuff to a trusted friend, a pastor, a counselor, you can call Focus on the Family, 1-800-A-FAMILY, right this moment and talk to a counselor who will begin to listen and really uh, empathize with that pain, help you get connected with a counselor in your area to continue to work through those things. But that's part of the journey. 
mm-hmm. of working through that emotional Got pain. It. Yeah, there's there's a lot of heart here at Focus for you. Uh, if you're going through something like that. And as Greg said, we have caring Christian counselors here. I do want to make one slight caveat, and that is sometimes the workload is so heavy that they've got to take a name and number and call you back at a time that works for you. So uh, be aware of that. And John, I want to add, too, that we've created a new article called Surviving an Affair, and we'll put a link here on our website that will guide you through that process. So you don't have to try to remember what we've just talked about. We actually give you everything you need to really begin to recover from that. And and you can recover from this. Yeah, there is hope. There is hope. Uh, Give us a call today or go online. We'll link over uh, to these resources and more in the episode notes. And um, if you're in a good spot, if what we've talked about maybe is helpful for you because you've got a friend or a family member going through this very thing, uh, we'd invite your participation in the ministry that we have to helping couples. Uh, make a donation today, if you can, please. And uh, as you do so, we'll send a copy of the book by Gary and Mona called Unfaithful. It's our thank you gift for joining our support team. Well, next time, more ways to process anger and emotions when you feel hurt by your spouse. Um, Until then, I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Greg Smalley and the team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.